I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Ladies and gentlemen, Live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda Nunez. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio, and internet history. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports pylon studios. Check it. This is WBC Boxing TV and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but never duplicated. Coming to you live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 270, and like a thousand other internet platforms, including, of course, SportsByline.com. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but <laughs> never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bumps. Actually, I'm an award-winning writer, award-winning writer, and of course, a four-time Golden Glove champion. So, supposedly... Well, I'm supposed to know something about boxing, but I've always found out that the average fan knows a little bit more. They've got their own insight. So if you'd like to join me here at the top of the hour on the toll-free phone line, I will open it up for you. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. If you want to hit me up on the studio text line, you can text us here in the studio. That number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. One six one three. Well, there's fights on the zone today, and of course, Fox Sports has got a card as well. We'll talk about that in depth. Looks like Canelo and Cala Plant is off September 18th. Of course, the big fight, Mexican Independence Day in Las Vegas, not going to happen, or is it going to happen? Well, not with Cala Plant. Evidently, Cala Plant outpriced himself. Good luck on that one, buddy. You can take that belt and go somewhere else and try to sell it. But if you lose, you're not worth a nickel. So the bottom line is you should have took the money. Whatever they were offering you, it was a hundred times more than you've ever made in your life. Should have took it, Caleb. Bottom line is you committed a gaffe. You are listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, watching us, of course, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. We're brought to you by the World Boxing Council. Check them out, WBCBoxing.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. 
dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. Come on. You watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it. 12 minutes past the hour. This is the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming to you on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Of course, wow, and the SportsByline.com, iHeartRadio, both live and delayed. And, of course, always on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, channel 217. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Let's talk about the Olympics, first of all. Um, you sort of know it was a little bad day in the Olympics when they start off with the fact so-and-so lost. Bottom line is not too many guys are really that good in the amateur ranks here in the United States. Why is that? There's no money invested in the amateur program. If you look at some of the more successful countries, well, Cuba especially, but Cuba, uh, the UK, people like places like that, they invest money. Frank Warren invested like eight or nine million dollars, I think, in, in amateur boxing about 15 years ago, and, and it paid off for him because he's got all kinds of guys coming up and, of course, ascending from those amateur ranks into the professional ranks. That's how you make pro boxers. Of course, they grow. A seedling, uh, a clone, a seedling, 
Of course, they become a tree, and before you know it, they are a professional fighter. But you've got to put them through the amateur ranks. If they don't have an amateur background, it's sort of tough to make it in the world of boxing. But straight up, we'll talk about the Olympic results a little bit later. Keyshawn Davis looks like he's looking good. But he's already, just I want to mention just for a second, he's a lightweight representative of the United States. He's already got three professional fights with two KOs. Why is he fighting in the amateurs? That's just not that's just not fair. And then people say, well, you had a lot of experience when you were fighting in the amateurs. You were fighting guys going up and fighting guys that, that were like vastly inexperienced compared to you. Maybe, but I wasn't getting paid for it. And I didn't go back and go to the pro ranks and beat up on big guys and then come back, beat up on real guys and come back and fight in the amateurs. Just didn't do it that way. I think that process is wrong. I think the Olympic uh, spirit of the Olympics has been... Hmm, watered down to say the least. Speaking of the least, let's go to the most. From the least to the most, let's go to the East Coast and bring in, of course, the Bronx Bomber. I'm talking about Mr. Socrates Bomber. Boxing is two PhD. And how are you this week, sir? I'm doing great, Pedro. How are, how are you feeling? That's doing, doing just fine. Of course, it looks like the Canelo and uh, Calaplant uh, fight is off. Looks like Calaplant got a little greedy. They decided to switch his fight from zone to uh, some type of pay-per-view in order to make sure Caleb Plant got the money that he wanted, and of course Canelo as well, being the top star in boxing. But now Plant has sort of priced himself out. And when I think about fights getting priced out and guys screwing up, I think of Donald Curry and screwing up and losing at welterweight. I think he lost to Lloyd Hunnigan or something like that. And then, of course, Riddick Bowe and Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis getting knocked out by Oliver McCall. In other words, these super fights that were scheduled never happened because guys got greedy and or had emotional issues and they were they were put off. Yeah, I mean, you may have a, a, a point with that, with the, you know, with those other three uh fights uh curry and and uh lennox lewis decided um but i just can't wrap my head around somebody turning down more money than he's ever made before like one thing is if you think that you're getting lowballed but it's not like you're seeing that that type of bread you know and caleb plant to me no first of all the legitimacy about him being a world champion is in question i mean Ooh. i mean his best win is against who Andre uh, Caleb Truax and Ustegi. Yeah. I mean, really? And, and he he's a paper champ in a lot of people's eyes. And him turning down, pricing himself out, you know, asking for just enough to get turned down, you know, it's it's fishy, you know, and, and, it, and it makes you really question the legitimacy of of him being a champion, number one. And number two, what what does he hold you know, as most important. And, and I'm all for all athletes getting as much money as humanly possible, especially in boxing. But, you know, you're turning down more money than you've ever seen and the and the chance of making history. I mean, he's basically coming in as a footnote, like the way Bernard Hopkins was on the Felix Trinidad train, you know, and lo and behold, look, something happened, you know. It, it, it derailed, you know, Trinidad's immortalness, which... He probably would have gotten if he was able to have beaten Bernard Hawkins. And Caleb Plant probably has a longer shot of doing what, of, of doing that to Canelo than Bernard had against Trinidad. But he's 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 turning away the golden ticket. You know, Willy Wonka gave it to him, and he's like, Nah, I, I, I'm going to go vegan. I, you know, I don't, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand that. I'm looking at his record. The best guy he's ever beaten it wasn't Caleb Truex. It was Jose. Uzaka Tostegi, yeah. Yeah. How do you say his name? Uh, 
<laughs> I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna say it as messed up as as, as you are, but he's a solid fighter, Uzegi. You know, Uze- his right, I, I, was I can't even get it close to that, man. So Uzegi, we're gonna go with that. Yeah, I mean, his claim to fame, I think, was didn't he get sucker punched by uh, one of the Durrell's uncles or something after he smacked him up? Yeah, he beat, uh, a couple he beat, years ago. He, he beat the Durrell, one of the Durrell brothers, not once but twice. Yeah, Andre, right? Yeah. He, and, and of he, course, speaking of Andre, Andre Ward's going tonight. I'm Andre Ward. Andre Durrell's going tonight. Of course, he's like 27 and 3 with 17 KOs. Um, let me tell you. No, a little I'm bit. sorry. It was Anthony Durrell. Okay, Anthony, Anthony Durrell. Durrell. Yeah. Andre Durrell is going tonight. Of course, Andre Durrell was the guy that uh, Andre Ward decided they sort of they were buddies in the 2004 Olympics. So they were both fighting at 165, and Andre Ward said, tell you what, I'll fight at 178. You can fight at 165 so we can both get medals, Andre and Andre. Well, it didn't happen for Andre Durrell at 165, but Andre Ward helps upset all kinds of apple cars when he beat up those bigger guys at 178. Once again, believing in yourself and, and taking a chance, you know, for, for greatness. That's why Andre Ward may not have been the box office star, but true boxing insiders are going to look at him as one of the all-time greats. Smart. You know, he, smart. I mean, I right. think he outthought himself as far as getting a promoter's concern. I think he did the bad move. Was go- I, I love Dan Goosen. Before I say I'm not going to say anything bad about Dan Goosen. I nicknamed him Big Bird. He had an office. He had a picture on his <laughs> office wall of him choking me with my or Michael Nunn choking me with him in the background. I mean, so we were really, really, really semi-tight. So I'm not knocking him. But I think that Andre Ward should have probably went with Don King and or Bob Arum when he broke out of the Olympics in 2004. Instead, he sort of went... I sort of sort of went the low road instead of the high road, and I think that sort of shortened his uh, his money making ability. I I would agree with that. I mean, and, and a lot of other fight, a lot of other people would probably agree to that also. Um, Dan, very nice guy. He, he was very nice, uh, cordial every time I was around him. But he was he wasn't the big leagues compared to top rank, and uh, and the, although you know Don is you doing you know, the deal with the devil, so to speak, but definitely he knows how to make a name of a, of a fighter. And, and with Andre Ward, he would have, I'm not saying he would have been uh sugar Ray Leonard or, or Oscar De La Hoya, but he certainly would have capitalized off of that gold medal. You, you know, one of the goose and kids, I can't remember actually, I don't want to name him. One of the goose and kids, Dan's son really took issue with me because I called his father big bird. And he thought I was making making fun of him like he was like in 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 the Sesame Street cartoon, and I wasn't. Is that the, he was head of the Goosen flock? There was like nine of them, and he was the head of it. So he is like Big Bird, the Big Bird in the Goosen flock. You know what I'm saying? But the kid got ticked off about it. Finally, I had to tell him where to go. Dan didn't have a problem. Dan didn't have a problem, and the kid had a problem with it. And Dan was about had to be over six feet, right? I mean, yeah, he was a Dan tall was guy. A, he was a big. He was a big bro. Wasn't an athletic guy. He was just a big guy. You know, I remember when he was doing his tricks with America Presents and Matt Tinley in uh, in Colorado. That he did that for a while, and of course, that's where he signed David Reed coming out of the nineteen ninety six Olympics. David Reed was a flop to an extent. Uh, is that fair? Is mm-hmm. that a fair assumption for me to say that David Reed was a flop as a professional? He did win a title. He did win a title, and he he was involved in one of the best fights of of the decade. Him in Trinidad, um, I think he got he was handicapped. You know, he got them. You know, with his eye, who knows if he if he doesn't have that uh, ailment 
I remember him and he had that Olympic moment where he beat the Cuban. You know, I, I think it's a little harsh. I think I think David Reed got the most out of, of out of what his body was going to give him, and he was never the same after the Trinidad fight. And it was a tremendous back and forth fight. You know, I, I worked I worked a lot with him in his developmental stages. He didn't have that many fights. I think he only had about fifteen, eighteen fights. But um, in the early on in the prelim stages, he was a wonderful guy to be around. And it was tough with the eye injury. And we're describing something on the radio and or. Uh, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA video channel. But what I'm trying to tell you is when I talk about the eye is that one eye was like partially shut. And it was just that was like a permanent fixture. And they, I think they tried to get surgery on it. It didn't work this net. So that's why they rushed him into the fight with Trinidad. They would have actually, much like Fernando Vargas, um, they yes. rushed him into the Trinidad fight because of timing and money. In other words, they didn't think that his eye would hold up for a couple more fights. They didn't think Vargas could stay out of jail for a couple more fights. That's right. Spot on. You're right on, Pedro. There was definitely concerns about Fernando at some point in his life. Very immature. I remember he had an incident he almost got locked up for, for beating up, I don't know, an ex-boyfriend of his now wife or something to that extent. Um, you have to, it's like when you're at the uh, at the poker t- at the blackjack tip, you got to know when to hit and when to go. And, and those are wise moves by those promoters. You know, uh, Fernando Basically got old overnight, and you know. But once again, he was that that fight against Trinidad again. Wow, there's like the third reference. One of the best fights of the era. You, you know, know, he it, survived it, that first round. Yeah, his his downfall was ketchup. He put ketchup on everything. He loved ketchup. I mean, he just loved ketchup. Actually, I was looking at a film the other day, and I don't know if I was Fernando Vargas. I'd be putting this on YouTube. In fact, I think I'd like to ban it if I was Fernando Vargas Sr. It's that videotape of Fernando Vargas Jr. thinking he's like, I don't know, beyond Cassius Clay. He's fighting guys that, like, it look. I, I'm telling you, the guys that Fernando Vargas Jr. are fighting, it looks like you went into an office building and got this guy out of an office building and put boxing gloves on him, except he's got a brown face. <laughs> so he might have been the janitor. <laughs> you know, he's he's got two boys that are boxing. I think two of them turned pro. Um, they, you know, only time would tell. You know, they're... they're... I'm going to go on the record right now because Hector and I are going on the record together, okay? Fernando Vargas Jr. should be arrested for impersonating... A Vargas. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Ouch. Worldwide in WBC Boxing TV. Back with boxing's PhD soccer news bomber after the break. Live, of course, on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Cause I'm sick and tired of you trying to tell me what's wrong and what's right. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC.
airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. Speaking of WBC, the president of the World Boxing Council, Mr. Mauricio Suleiman, yeah, I got that straight, didn't say Jose, um, Mauricio Suleiman will be on tomorrow's show, the one, the first hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. That's 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, uh, or 1 p.m. in Mexico City. That's when it's vital as far as getting him on the air because he comes to us from Mexico City. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside. Look into the world of boxing, MMA. Uh, I may repeat myself here, but the USA secured its first medal in Dejan- Delante Johnson grabbing a welterweight uh, medal. Looks like he's going to get a bronze. By being routed, he lost to Cuban Ronnie Iglesias. I think he was a 2012 Olympic gold medalist or 2016 Olympic gold medalist. Anyway, bottom line is the Olympics are rocking and rolling. And guess who wants to come back? 
Let me mention this. I think it was, yeah, it was September of 2004. I'm in Oklahoma, Shawnee, Oklahoma. I'm doing this fight on an Indian reservation at a casino, I think, like that. Tony Holden said he wasn't involved, although I thought he hired me. Anyway, bottom line is Riddick Bowe was going to take on Marcus Rody. Marcus Rody was a guy that would fight people with HIV. He would go across the pond. Marcus Rody would do anything for a buck. And he couldn't fight much anyway, but he was tough. So anyway, they have this main event, and Riddick Bowe, the former heavyweight champion of the world, is in one side of the ring, and he didn't show up at the weigh-in. Okay, first of all, that was a bad sign. He didn't show up at the weigh-in. And then he had this robe on, and he had these big old cheeks, and he looked like he looked really fat. I mean, I'm just trying to be, he really, really looked fat. So I didn't get his weight. So I had to wait to the other guy. You know, I'm sitting there with the ring announcer, and I'm looking at down at Robert Middleman, who the New York City booking uh, agent, matchmaker, was sitting there at rinks. I remember him. I'm looking down at and I said, oh, I don't have his weight. So I'll go over and ask Riddick Bo for his weight. So I go over and ask Riddick Bo for his weight. He goes, tell people, uh, 251. I said, 251? So I'm saying to myself, this guy doesn't weigh 251. I said, the right side of his body might weigh 251. He's like close to 300 pounds, if not more. Bottom line is, he was around 285, 288. We never got his official weight. He did meet Marcus Rody in the second round, as was predictable, as was predicted. And now he wants to come back and do an exhibition. Evidently, him and Pauli Malignaggi, the former Showtime boxing announcer, of course, the junior welterweight champion, a kid that came to stardom on this show as far as his oratory skills are concerned. Um, he wants to make a comeback as well. We've got Oscar De La Fish making a comeback, of course, against Vitor Belfort. And, of course, the saying on the show is size matters in two things, pornography and combat sports. i got to ask you this, Socrates. Vitor Belfort is a big, big dude, and Anderson Silva beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. basically by size about a month ago. Same thing. Yeah, but, uh, you know, there's a discipline and, and a skills difference between Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and Oscar De La Hoya. But you're right. Vito is a naturally bigger guy. Um, he is uh, physically strong. Let's see what happens, you know, when you put gloves on and if he has the stamina that, that it takes to, to chase Oscar around because that's what I figure. Oscar's going to be on his bike most of the time. But those are 40-something-year-old legs. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting when Oscar has to plant down and, and actually fight this guy and, and see if his reaction you know, because I'm sure that Oscar's fought far better competition throughout his life, but not at this stage in his life. Be- Belfort is forty. Belfort's forty-four. Oscar's fifty-two. Wow, I, he's already fifty. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, well, nineteen ninety-two Olympic gold medalist. That was you know thirty years ago. Wow. Yeah, it's. Uh, let's, let's see. You know, one thing is to to be in shape, and then the other thing is to be in condition. You know, there's two way two different things. You know, one thing is to look nice in your clothes, you know, when you go out on a Saturday night, but to step into a ring and, and keep your hands up for three minutes and not get hurt is a totally different ball game. Uh, Oscar's ego is very large. It's probably the only thing bigger than his bank account. Uh, we just hope he doesn't get hurt. Well, uh, or his yeah. collection of panties. Ouch. Well, yeah, come yeah. on, come on. Listen, <laughs> let's listen. I wouldn't say anything that's not factual on the air. Believe me, I wouldn't, especially with Oscar De La Hoya, who I respect greatly as a fighter. And, and is, right. is a, he's a pretty good father and a husband, that kind of good stuff. I guess. I don't know. I get into his personal life. But the bottom line is he did get caught wearing some um, skimpy clothing that is usually uh, worn by the opposite sex. Did I say that right? I think you you really gave the audience a good picture in their mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a, a picture's worth a thousand words, right? <laughs>
Okay, Delaware hasn't been around since, like, I guess, 2008 when Manny Pacquiao ran him into the ground. Speaking of Manny Pacquiao, he and uh, and Earl Spence getting ready to make it a a a uh, a real a real deal, no doubt about that. Of course, Earl Spence still the betting favorite. Manny Pacquiao still the in the minds of so many people. You know, I was talking with Hector and a couple of people over the weekend. Last weekend, we were talking boxing, and the bottom line is, it would be great, 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 absolutely great for the game if Manny Pacquiao won. But he's probably not gonna, is he? Yeah, I mean, if you're rooting for Manny Pacquiao, like I am. I'll be very honest with you. You know, I try to be objective on on, the, on these airways, but out of nostalgia, I will be rooting for the old man. Um, but of course, it would be, you know, it'd be tremendous for the sport. I mean, the, a because Manny Pacquiao is still a global star, something that Errol Spence isn't. And if Errol Spence wins, how much does it do for his career? You know, okay, he beat. He beat an old Manny Pacquiao. So people are going to say, you know, and especially if he wins and doesn't stop Manny Pacquiao, I mean, why wouldn't any other top welterweight line up at the door, say, let me get a shot at this guy? You know, so I think Errol Spence has everything to lose in this fight. You know, Manny's playing with house money, you know, and yeah, he, he has been knocked out viciously once before by Raul Marquez. I don't know if that's going to happen, you know, because Errol Spence doesn't have that type of punching power. Um, he's a physically big guy. He's going to come in, I'm sure, with a mindset that I'm going to walk this guy down. But what's going to happen when he sees hand speed that he's never seen before? That's what that's what people don't don't understand. Or I'm sure they do understand. But Manny Pacquiao's hand speed at this age is still elite, and he comes jumping around from all angles. Yeah, he could get caught, you know, and, and fall flat in his face like he did against Marquez, but. I don't think Errol Spence is as good as Marquez, and I still have doubts of Errol Spence's uh, body recovering from that horrific car accident that he suffered because he basically had a glorified sparring session against Danny Garcia, who had no intent of winning that fight. You know, so this is going to be his first real fight in a couple of years, probably since the uh, Porter fight. Not only is Pacquiao going to be fast, it's opposite speed. What I mean by opposite is you train your entire life for a left, for a, for a, uh, an orthodox fighter for the most part. That's who you spar in the gym. And even if you spend some time with left handers, and I did, and having done some left handed boxing myself, you never really get used to it. But the bottom line is, Manny's that left-handed stance, he can just shoot shots from different angles, little uppercuts, this and that. And if, if Spence leaves his chin out there, good night, good night. And he's a physically strong dude. He's short, but he's a he's compact strength. I mean, he's got calves as big as heavyweights. If, if anyone's ever seen Manny Pacquiao in person, he's he's a strong guy. And yeah, he hasn't fought in a while. But you know what? When you're older, less is more. You know, you you, you give your body a chance to heal itself properly, and and the muscle memory, and also the the experience of being in the spotlight is is is, is an intangible. That helps the older fighter. I mean, I'm thinking back of some some of the older guys that have upset young and up and comers. Uh, Duran against Barkley, uh, Larry Holmes against uh, Ray Mercer. It can happen. You know what Iran Barkley's told me when I met him? What? I said my name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm with Flash Magazine. He says, although my name is Iran, I never did. <laughs> <laughs> the blade, Please. yes. I, 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 I was like, oh, you just knocked out Tommy Ernst. Anyway, all the best. You have a great week. Say hello to the family. Uh, we really appreciate your time here, sir. I appreciate you having me on. 
Enjoy the rest of your weekend, sir. Boxing's PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer, features Saturday on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Speaking of WBC, we'll have the president of the World Boxing Council in tomorrow's in tomorrow's show, uh, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, live here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and of course, live on Sports Byline USA's Twitch channel, twitch.tv. This is Ring Talk. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. 1759. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Come on over here, man. He been here before. He didn't broke records here before. He's a legend of the sport. And it'd be my honor to fight him next. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy. And uh, I, I just do my best. 
Why does everybody want to fight Manny Pacquiao? Size. Size matters. You're like bigger than him. And you're younger than him. And you got better reflexes than him. You think this and that. Bottom line is you think Manny Pacquiao is lunch meat. Good luck on that one, Earl Spence. Of course, that fight comes up in a couple of weeks. Tonight, Andre Durrell versus Christopher Brooker. Brooker's like 16 and 7. Not much of a foe as far as his record is concerned. Andre Durrell, of course, a former champion, a 1996 Olympian. I talked about that earlier in the show. That's Fox Sports 1 later tonight. On the zone, Zhu Can versus Lee Wood for the WBA 126-pound title. Of course, this fight's coming to us from the Olympics. That's going to uh, go through August the 8th. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, who the top prospects were, who was left here as far as the USA was concerned. And in Fox Sports, PBS has got a uh, card on Fox Sports tonight. It's going to be Michael Coffey is like 12-0 with nine knockouts, taking on Jonathan Rice. I think Rice is like... um, uh, 13 and 6 with a draw and 9 KOs. Not saying Rice is a inferior fighter or anything like that, but I don't know if you want to put a guy in like, all right, the guy's only got 12 fights, Michael Coffey, but Coffey's being thought of as some future prospect, some heavyweight sensation. I mean, they were going to put him in there with Gerald Washington, the former Marine. I think, uh, a coffee might be as far as, as far as former Marine is concerned, but Washington was a former Marine, like 39 years old, former cruiserweight champion. Yeah, what was a big thing in beating him? But the bottom line is, I guess they're trying to build this kid up. Good luck on that. Well, Michael Coffey and Jonathan Rice on, of course, the zone a little bit later. And next week, actually, August the 3rd, on the Fight Network, Michael Hunter, Mike the Bounty Hunter, of course, I'm talking about the son of the original Mike the Bounty Hunter, to take on Mike Wilson in the WBA heavyweight eliminator. If he's anything like his father, he's unpredictable. I mean, his father and I did some television. I televised a couple of his fights, one of them, at least in Irvine, California. Then we went to... Beijing, China, I think the first time, and he blew his knee out and sparring or something like that. And all, all kinds of crazy stuff happened. Anyway, Mike the Bounty Hunter was the most unpredictable guy you've ever been in a ring with in your entire life. You could never predict what he was going to do. This is the way it is. Um, as far as the rest of his prospects on the Olympic team was concerned, Richard Torres uh, Jr., Ricardo Torres, Richard Torres Jr., uh, super heavyweight, big old Mexican dude. He's supposed to be the uh, top prospect as far as the heavyweights are concerned, the super heavyweights in the uh, Olympics concerned for the United States. Uh, the women's boxing has got a uh, fighter, a female welterweight named O'Shea Jones. Wish her the very best of luck. And a featherweight by the name of Duke Reagan. Of course, featherweights in the world of um, of amateurs, 125 pounds. We had the U.S. amateur champion on last week. Of course, Stevie Johnson, he was in here with Eddie Croft, primetime Eddie Croft. And at primetime Eddie Croft, of course, runs the B Street Boxing Gym down there in San Mateo, California. And I think of Stevie Johnson, although he's an amateur, and, <clears throat> you know, some guys you can see as an amateur and they've got the discipline and they've got, they've got the discipline early on. <clears throat> and they've got the discipline and the ability to make things happen, okay? And then you say to yourself, wow, you know, maybe this is a guy you want to invest money in. This guy's going to be the future of this thing. And a lot of times they blow up in your face. They just do. Emmanuel Stewart had a kid that he put all kinds of money. He might have donated, might have dumped like close to a million bucks in. I won't put his name out on the air, but dumped almost a million bucks into him. And so the kid flopped as a pro. So it's just, you know, you never tell what's going to happen from an amateur to a pro. But Stevie Johnson, he's got to go on as far as his attitude is concerned. And speaking of COVID, COVID's got an attitude, of course, coming back here in the United States stronger than boxing, anything else. COVID KO'd the Conor Ben fight. That was supposed to be today, I believe, on the zone against Adrian Granados. So it's Conor Ben, the son of former... Uh, super middleweight champion, Nigel Ben, the Dark Destroyer. Dark Destroyer is a bad dude, no doubt about that. He was worthy of that Dark Destroyer tag. He just was. Everybody he hit just about fell down. And, and, you know, I mean, he was a hell of a fighter, no doubt about that. But the kid, always tougher kid, much like Tim Zhu, the son of Kasha Zhu, or Evan Fields. 
Oh, not Evan Fields. That was his nick. That was Evander Holyfield's alias when he ordered those steroids. Remember from FedEx? When he said Evan Fields. Hey, you look like Evander Holyfield. Can I take a picture with you? FedEx driver said to Evander Holyfield, and he said, "Oh, okay." So he takes a picture with him. This is a guy that just delivered your steroids from the designer pharmacy or something like. I forget what pharmacy that was. Anyway, <clears throat> now Holyfield's kid, Evan Holyfield. Okay, he's fighting. Of course, he's still undefeated, but he's fighting the guy like guys that are. You know, listen, I'm in for setting guys up. I mean, I understand that. You've got to, like, make guys, guys, especially especially guys with limited amateur backgrounds, you've got to teach them how to fight on the job. If that's the case, you go get Mike Acri. Of course, Mike Acri passed away a few months ago, but he's the Erie, he was the Erie, Pennsylvania matchmaker, promoter, book, uh, booking agent, call him what you want. But Mike found these guys, like, he could, I mean, he gets Scott Cuddy, makes Scott Cuddy 18 and 0 with like 17 knockouts. He could just come up with these guys. You would not believe it. I would, my mind was blown by the guys that Mike Acri can come up with. And of course, what I'm trying to say is, although the guys couldn't fight all that much, they had the decent record, so it resembles some type of, of reality, you hear what I'm saying? But when you watch these guys going on and taking guys like Fernando Vargas' kid, taking on guys that couldn't lick a stamp if you wet their tongue, um, that's not good for the sport. This is not good for the sport. I mean, yeah, he's growing, and yeah, he won and got a win. He went down to Mexico to get that that last win, but come on, man, that was a bit of a waste, no doubt about that. As far as upcoming major fights are concerned, of course, it's just it's going to be Manny Pacquiao. That's going to be it, no doubt about it. Of course, Tiafimo Lopez was going to go uh, August 14th. Now that looks like that's postponed, so that's not going to happen either. Of course, that was rescheduled from uh, in June, June 19th, I believe, was supposed to go down, and somebody tested positive for Tio and his team tested positive for COVID or something like that. Anyway, the Cambosis fight was off, and now it's scheduled for August 14th. That's been delayed as well. So August 21st, Earl Spence and Manny Pacquiao, the aforementioned battle for the WBC and IBF welterweight titles. That's going to go down. That's going to be a good matchup, no doubt about that. And I would say to yourself, I would say to you, you know, Manny Pacquiao's worth He's worth, even at 41 years old, he's worth spending money on as far as pay-per-view is concerned because, you know, he talked about it in real, that little clip coming in here. He will give his all. He will, I mean, he, Manny Pacquiao will give his all. You will have to drill Manny Pacquiao into the canvas, much like uh, Juan Manuel Marquez did with that one punch, of course, coming from behind. Marquez was about to get killed, and he came back, bob, boom, Manny Pacquiao went to sleep. Of course, Marquez, what did, what, uh, Hector, Hector makes, makes, uh, makes light of what Larry Merchant said, <clears throat> About about Juan Manuel Marquez for that fight. He had new muscles. <laughs> yeah, new muscles. Anyway, August 28th, David Benavides, the star, I think, what is he, like 24 and zip? Now, yeah, come to us, uh, WBC, former super middleweight champion. Of course, he is the, mm, the heir apparent, possibly to greatness with Canelo Alvarez, or maybe he's too soon. But the bottom line is, he's 24 and 0. He's taking on the, <clears throat> the aforementioned spoiler, twice beaten Jose Uzakadai. Yeah, to put it to you like that. WBC Super Middleweight Limer, that's August 28th on Showtime. August 29th, back on pay-per-view. Are you ready for this, folks? Are you ready to spend some money on pay-per-view? Oh, maybe not here. Maybe not here. Jake Paul. Jake Paul is a guy that sort of looks like Uncle Fester. Sort of reminds me of Uncle Fester, the Adams family. That's about how good he could fight, too. He couldn't win the Golden Gloves here if you stacked the deck for him. Okay, he'd have a hard problem. He'd have a hard time winning the Golden Gloves. But yet, he's 3-0, and like three knockouts, something like that. As far as he's beating up guys like you know, Ben Askren, never had a fight in his life as far as boxing was concerned. Ben Askren was a wrestler whose fame, claim to fame was getting knocked out in less than 15 seconds by Jorge Masvidal in the UFC event. So that was Askren's claim to fame before he fought Jake Paul. So now Jake Paul's going to go with, guess who? Tyrone Woodley, former welterweight champion of the UFC, uh, says he has a boxing background. 
yeah, boxing apples or shoes or something like that, but not as far as a boxer is per se concerned. And the bottom line is these guys think, well, you know, I did the MMA thing. Man, two different worlds. They're absolutely two different worlds. You could not get, well, maybe me, I was the exception to the rule, but you can't get an average boxer to like convert and be a street fighter or an MMA fighter. And of course, Leslie, he did that before he became boxing. Yours truly, that's what I sort of did. But the bottom line is, you know, they're different breeds. They're different. They're different. It's, it's two different worlds, like a violin player and a drummer, almost. It's two different worlds. I mean, yeah, there's some combination. Uh, there's some uh, similarities in the fact there's punches thrown this and that. But the MMA world, of course, we'll talk about that in depth right here. The fact that UFC's got an M, a UFC what, 289 or 265 next week. Derek Lewis and Siddle Gain. Siddle Gain is an undefeated guy, 13-0 with 13-0 with like nine or ten knockouts. Derek Lewis, 24 and seven, I believe, is a heavyweight. But the bottom line is, you look at the rest of the UFC uh, uh, schedule, and there's no stars there. Of course, John Jones, the heir apparent to possible heavyweight greatness, a guy that probably could beat. I don't know if he could beat. That would be a hell of a fight. Francis Ngannou. <clears throat> Against John Jones, and I would give John Jones a good chance because John Jones is a good boxer, and he, you know he moves moves his hands pretty good. But I think Francis Ngannou might be unbeatable, both in the world of boxing and the world of mixed martial arts. Now, why do I say that? Because he can punch. He can punch harder than anybody else. I think he can punch through your guard. That's how hard I think he can punch. That's how hard I think he can punch. Of course, they've measured him on that machine down there at the Performance Center that the USC has there in Las Vegas or Paradise, Nevada, whatever they want to call it down there. But the bottom line is nobody hits harder than him. Nobody. And I think he makes the crossover because he's a boxer before he went to the world of the USC. So in other words, he's got his game together. In fact, that's what he thought when he was going to beat Stippy Miocic the first time around was just being a boxer. He thought he'd go out there and knock Miocic out. Well, he banged Miocic up, the former champion, in the first round, but he didn't bang him up after that point because after that point he was gassed. And, of course, he gassed second, third, fourth, fifth round, and Miocic ended up winning a five-round decision. Of course, the rematch was a mismatch. Shouldn't have been in there. <clears throat> We're talking about a guy with 35 or 40 pounds on the champion. And size matters in two things. So why do heavyweight fights? I'm going to get on this again. Of course, the WBC, my man Mauricio Suleiman coming up with his 224-pound weight class, which I think is great because heavyweights are just too big. In fact, you, eventually, we may have to come up with another weight class. I mean, guys, if they keep getting bigger, I mean, six foot seven, 270 pounds. Six foot seven, you know, because... Uh, uh, Tyson Fury, six foot nine, two hundred seventy pounds, two hundred sixty pounds, two hundred six. I mean, come on, Lennox Lewis. I can go on. He was sort of like the first of the big, big guys. Of course, he was successful in being the uh, Olympic gold medalist. You got to give Lennox some props. He, he didn't have too many disgraceful, just disgraceful fights. And when he had that 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 call from Christ with that Vitaly Klitschko fight down there in L.A. and he barely won. I think Klitschko was stopped on cuts. And he, uh, Lennox was in the corner. Lennox said, you know, when it's time to bow out, no doubt about that. And Lennox was a class act of the game. I mean, a gold medalist, he beat Riddick Bow, pounced on Riddick Bow. Riddick Bow, of course, we're talking about him a little earlier, wanting to come back and make a, uh, a, uh, a, a series of exhibitions. <clears throat> Something happened to that guy. I don't know if he got hit in the head when he went to visit the Pope or whatever it was, but he ended up getting a kitchen in his bedroom. He had a kitchen installed in his bedroom. He had a home. I forget where it was, what state it was in. But he had his bed, a kitchen business built in his bedroom. Here was a guy with an eating disorder with a kitchen in his bedroom. I mean, he was too lazy to go downstairs and eat. And I put him on the spot here on the show. said, man, did you really build a kitchen in your bedroom? Yeah, man, that way I got to go downstairs. That's what he said. That way I ain't got to go downstairs. So you really think this guy's going to be able to, like, 45, 50 years old, we're going to put on credible exhibitions at almost 300 pounds? Whoever's putting that money together, 
they should be arrested for impersonating a promoter. Because the bottom line is, Riddick Bowe doesn't belong nowhere near a boxing ring unless he's taking a picture with somebody. This is the way it is. As far as the UFC is concerned tonight, uh, they've got a card coming to us from the Apex Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. It'll be on ESPN. I think Uriah Hall is going to be the main event. Let me check this as far as this thing is so slow, the internet around here. Uh, is it Uriah Hall? Yeah, Uriah Hall in the main event against Sean Strickland. That should be a good bout at middleweight, 100, uh, 100 and what? What's middleweight now? 185. And women's strawweight bout by the lady by the name of Shirelle Baez taking on Gloria De Paulo. Of course, we're going to go at 115 pounds. Welterweight's Brian Barberina taking on Jason Witt. Outside of that, I don't know anybody else on the card. Of course, the UFC is hurting for stars. I'm looking for the upcoming schedule. And there's no Francis Ngannou on the schedule. And that's only the guy I really want to see in the UFC. There's no Khabib on the schedule. There's no John Jones on the schedule. Of course, UFC 268 coming up September 25th. The return of, he was the prodigy at one point in time. I really thought he was going to be the heir apparent, the superstar, as far as the world of mixed martial arts, both in and out of the ring. I thought he was going to be like Oscar De La Hoya, the Olympic gold medalist, the pretty boy from L.A. I'm talking about Brian Ortega. Of course, he once beaten uh, featherweight, 145-pounder, to take on Alexander Volkanovsky. But he had that fight with Max Ortega a couple of years ago, and it was the most brutal fight I've ever seen in my life. And the fact that he was destroyed after the first or second round, and they let it go another two rounds... I thought they just took time off. Brian Ortega's clock, he will never be the same, in my opinion. Against Volkanovski, it's a toss. Flip the coin. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Don't forget the interact the interactive WBC website is WBCboxing.com. Ring Talk, more after the break. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 
That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Right here on Sports Byline. Okay, looking at the uh, Twitch chat here. Let's check this out. Um, blah, 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 blah. Get your money. Hope, main event, Matt says. Got to be hopeful to get your money's worth out, of course, the re- coming pay-per-views. Robert Guerrero versus Victor Ortiz. Two has-beens are going to be the like the co-feature for Manny Paco and Earl Spence. Yeah, the days of mega cards are probably over. Of course, that was with Don King. Speaking of Don King, somebody mentioned here, Rob Hernandez mentions that, of course, the greatest fight maybe of all time, the greatest fight that Harold Letterman ever scored as a judge, the recently departed Harold Letterman, of course, the HBO icon, that Lupe Pintor versus Wilfredo Gomez fight from 1984. Of course, that was the undercard of Tommy Hearns and Wilfred Benitez. That main event sort of sucked. Bottom line is, um, that's the way it was. Anyway, that's the boys uh, as far as the Victor Ortiz, Rob. Those are the guys on Twitch.tv. I want to mention those guys coming, of course, come to you. Live from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Now, tomorrow, on tomorrow's show, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, August 1st, 2021. 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 o'clock in Honolulu, Hawaii, and 1 o'clock in Mexico City. We hope to bring on the World Boxing Council President, Mr. Mauricio Suleiman, and Alex Ariza. Alex Ariza is like this... This wonder kid. I mean, this this trainer. He trained Manny Pacquiao. He trained Floyd Mayweather. He trained all these guys. Made a lot of money. A superstar. I don't remember him losing too many fights. Bottom line is, we hope to have Alex Arizona tomorrow talking about Earl Spence and Manny Pacquiao. Of course, the upcoming Super Bout of August 2021. My name is Pedro Fernandez. That guy singing in the background is the great Lenny Williams from Tower of Power. Of course, it means it is so very hard to go. I want to mention this. Lenny Williams is available at LennyWilliams.com. Tower of Power is available with their new cuts, their new album drops. Bottom line is at TowerPower.com. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Till next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, but most importantly, don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide 24-7 on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Thank you so much. Hey!